Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikbat Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but if you want the full experience, please join us Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service. We are located at the corner of Boulevard and Grove, across from the Art Museum. For more information, you can visit our website at tikvatisrael.com. There, you can support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and contact us with any questions or comments. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. Um, and edify your community. And in Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> As you can probably tell from this interesting-looking staff, I am a shepherd, a keeper of sheep. They're not just lambs to me. They're more like family. It's like they're my, my kids. That was, a, that was a pun. Never mind. Okay. All right. But seriously, I, uh, I spend so much time with them, uh, I'm starting to, to smell like them a little bit. I speak to them tenderly, just like I would to a child, and I make sure they get fed and nourished. This staff, it's, uh, it's shaped like this because I use the, the crook. You see this part on the end? I use that to, uh, to pull the little lambs out if they get stuck in a ditch. And sometimes I have to prod them a little bit, make sure they don't wander off. Once, uh, well, this is, uh, this is, uh, inspired by 1 Samuel 17 here, this part. So I dozed off with the sheep and, and then something woke me up suddenly. And I heard a rustling in the bushes not far off and my whole body tensed up. And then the roar of a wolf, wild, mad with hunger, and it lunged toward my flock suddenly. This staff was now a weapon, as were the stones in my shepherd's bag. The wolf nearly had one of my sheep in its jaws, but I swooped in between them and I managed to fight it off with this, with this staff. And then I, I swung a stone around and around until it blazed out and hit the target. The threat was gone, but the sheep, you know, they were, they were still shivering with fear. So I, I comforted them, you know, I, I spoke kindly as I always do, until they were resting. I didn't, I didn't sleep much that night, but eventually the little lambs, they, they did. They fell asleep. Now, I, I don't so much mind the smell, but uh, my seven older brothers, they, they always tease me about it. Anyways, I, I think I just smell like the earth, but they, they, they actually tease me about a lot of things. Um, all the time I spend out there, my brothers say that the sheep are, are like my only friends. Maybe it's true. In some ways they are. My brothers don't really think much of me. I'm, I'm kind of like, a, like an afterthought, but, you know, that's okay. Comes with being the youngest and the smallest. 
1 Samuel 16. There was one time, uh, actually, they, they did include me at the end. It was, it was a little strange. Uh, there was an old seer. His name was uh, Shmuel, I believe. He came to my father's house, and I was out feeding the sheep. And when they called for me, he had already been there for a while, and all my brothers were there, and they were all just standing around. And, and when I arrived, finally, um, he poured this oil on me, and it ran down my head and ran down my beard. And I felt, I felt, well, I felt the same, but I also felt different after that, if that, if that makes any sense. It's weird because, you know, they only pour that oil on priests and kings, and, and I'm certainly no priest and uh, really not much of a king, at least right now. But if I, if I were king, I think I would probably think of uh, my subjects the same way that I do about my sheep. And I, I, I probably wouldn't be a typical king, you know, but more of a, like a guard, like a guardian or a protector or a nourisher, like a, like a shepherd king. Genesis 4. My great, 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 I don't know how many greats, uncle was also a keeper of sheep. Uh, his, uh, his name was Hevel. Maybe you heard of him. He was a, a younger sibling like me. I don't know much about him, but uh, according to legend, he was a, a quiet man. Those who take care of sheep tend to have gentle hearts, you know, not always, but he had a brother, Cain, and his brother was was angry, and he and he he struck him down, kind of like, kind of like the wolf that I fended off, and uh, the Lord, the the name. Uh, spoke to him and told him, in fact, there was a there was a wolf inside him, a wolf crouching to devour his brother. But I guess he kind of let it devour him, and then he devoured his brother. Hevel was not as fortunate as the little lambs that I that I protect. Genesis thirty. <clears throat> Another one of my ancestors. Uh, you maybe you heard of him, Yaakov, yeah, yeah, Yaakov. He was he was kind of a mischievous shepherd. He tried to outmaneuver his father-in-law Levan, so he got to keep all the healthy sheep. And uh, so what he did was he he kind of made them breed with the the ones that had the streaks and the spots in them, and and that was going to be his wages. And then the weaker ones belonged to Levan. And he, he became quite rich and it caused some conflict there. And I think, I think he kind of leveled out as he grew up, but mostly through his trials and, and troubles. Genesis 48, 15 to 16, and Genesis 49, verse 24. It's funny because near the end of his life, when he was trying to describe how the name, the Lord, took care of him, despite his obvious character flaws, despite his stubbornness and conniving, God took care of him, he said, like a shepherd. And when he blessed his grandchildren, he said, the God in whose presence my fathers, Avraham and Yitzhak, lived, the God who has been my own shepherd 
all my life long to this day, the angel who rescued me from all harm, bless these boys. And to his son, Yosef, at the end of his life, he said, Yosef is a fruitful plant, fruitful plant by a spring with branches climbing over the wall. The archers attacked him fiercely, shooting at him, pressing him hard, but his bow remained taut, and his arms were made nimble by the hands of the mighty one of Yaakov. From there, from the shepherd, the stone of Israel. I guess the mischievous shepherd, Yaakov, saw himself in those wayward sheep, always wandering off, doing their own thing. So maybe that's why he thought of the name, the Lord, as a kind of a shepherd. Genesis 37 and Genesis 45 through 46. Speaking of his son, Yosef, he was also a guardian of sheep. I bet you're not too surprised by that. Now that I think about it, but he wasn't quite as mischievous as his brother, I mean his father, Yaakov. He was a bit, I think he was a bit presumptuous in his youth. He was hated by his older brothers, though, you know, like me. And he was the favorite of his father. And he would tell them dreams that uh, they were bowing down to him like some sort of king. Seems uh, telling his brothers that he would be their king didn't exactly do him any favors. And anyways, how could a lowly, smelly shepherd ever be a king whose older brothers would bow down to him? And so the, the wolf that devoured Cain the roaring jaws of hatred welled up in Yosef's older brothers and they threw him into a pit and they told his father even that a wild animal devoured him, which was true in a sense. The wolf inside his brothers did nearly devour him, but he was saved from their jaws, saved from the pit, and sold for a price. And eventually that, that shepherd did actually become king. Spoiler alert. But when he did, a, a remarkable thing happened. He, he turned toward his brothers, the wolves, and he fed them and nourished them like they were sheep. He didn't repay them for their devouring, but he, he kept them from, from starvation. He protected them. And then he said, he told all the Egyptians that they were shepherds. They were keepers of sheep. Exodus 2. Did I, did I ever tell you about my, my ancestor Moshe? You're not going to believe this. But guess what he did for a living? Guess. Yeah, he nourished sheep. Okay, you believe it. Yeah. But would you believe that's also how he met his wife? I mean, talk about a meat cute. Yeah. So here's what happened. Moshe was, was sitting by a well, and there were some women who, who came to try to draw water. Of course, 
which they needed because water is life. But this time there were some kind of bad shepherds, which I know is a contradictory term, so maybe they were, they were more like the old wolf devourer than, than a true shepherd. But anyways, these devouring shepherds were preventing the women from getting any water for their sheep. So Moshe, he's, he's a real shepherd. He defends these women and he drives away the devourers and then he gives water to the women and their sheep. I mean, what a mensch, right? And one of these women, well, we, we, we actually call her Grandma Tsippy, Tsipura. She was my great, 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 you know, a few more greats, grandmother, Grandma Tsippy. And, uh, you know, Moshe actually was, was tending the flocks when he uh, saw this incredible talking burning shrub. But, you know, that's, that's another story, I guess. Psalm 23. I was writing songs one day, uh, and, and poetry, and, and uh, I like to write songs on my harp, and uh, I realized there's a perfect analogy for how God, the name above all names, protects us from the devouring wolf and nourishes us and corrects us sometimes. And uh, so I wrote the name is my shepherd. I hear it's since become a, you know, a popular saying. Have you, you ever heard something like that? The Lord is my shepherd. It's, it's, you know, they, a lot of other musicians have used it, I think, to write their own songs. But, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm being honest, I think my, my ancestor Yaakov thought of the idea first, you know, but, uh, but I like to think it was, it was my version that really made that indelible image. The name is my shepherd. I've had a few dreams lately. The first one, it's hard to describe. It was a, there was this glowing rectangle with words and images on it. And it was like, like a thousand books were inside it. I read stories from the, the glowing rectangle about how shepherds actually use this staff with this crook in the distant year 2019 to fend off predators and drag sheep out of pits. Like, it's actually used that way. And I, I looked again at the rectangle, and I saw the Holy Scriptures. I saw the stories of my ancestors organized by common Hebrew words. And the myriad of meanings associated with the Hebrew root of the word shepherd was available to me on this kind of computing device that was glowing. It was weird. And uh, the, 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 the meaning of this word and the, is so full. If it's used as a verb, apparently it means to nourish, to shepherd, to, to feed, could also be to delight in, to join as a companion. And the noun, the noun version of this Hebrew word is like, is like friend or friendship. And of course, keeper and, and guardian. It got me thinking, you know, about how I delight, I delight in my sheep, how they're my friends. I'm like 
like a father or mother to them. How I delight in them, my, my little lambs. Just, just smile when I think about them. John 10. Another dream I had, I, I think I saw my son. Well, not, not my son Shlomo, but it was the son of David. Perhaps it was a distant descendant of mine. He was also a shepherd. He was resting with the sheep, just like I was, and the wolf appeared, just like it did for me. And, but he, he didn't fight against it like I did. And the sheep, sheep were terrified. And the wolf devoured the shepherd whole. And he wasn't, he wasn't really acting like a shepherd or like a warrior or like a, like a king, at least not like any I've ever seen. He was, he was acting kind of like a helpless, slaughtered lamb. And he was gone. And then there were, there were like devouring shepherds, like, like the ones that my ancestor Moshe had to deal with when he met his wife, and they were trying to steal the sheep. And then the, the shepherd was devoured and gone, and the wolf was there, and the devouring shepherds were there, and they were almost upon all the little lambs. And then my descendant, he, uh, he reappeared, but this time he was a, like a gate, like a door, and on the door was, was written the name, Yudhei Vavhei. And the voice of the, the shepherd door, it called out, called out gently to the lambs, and they recognized, they recognized their, their shepherd. They recognized his voice, and they, they entered through the door, and, and they were safe. Isaiah 11, final dream. There was a, I saw a dead, lifeless tree stump called by my father's name, Yishai. Uh, but then my, my descendant, uh, it, he, he budded forth from that stump and grew into a mighty oak and transformed into a shepherd glowing brilliant like like the sun and there was a new heaven and there was a new earth and there was no one crying there was only joy only peace and in the presence of the glowing shepherd king the wolf the wolf was there with the lamb but he had lost all of his devouring nature he wasn't a wasn't a wolf anymore and they were they were feeding together. I suppose that by allowing himself to be devoured by the wolf, the shepherd king absorbed the wolf somehow so that no longer had the power to devour anyone ever again. I know, I know it sounds strange. A sheep keeper 
turned into a king. But now that I think about it, who would, who would make a better king than someone who knows how to love stubborn lambs? Someone who smells like the earth but glows like the sun. Someone who was rejected by all his brothers in part but knows how to forgive. Someone who protects us from the wolf and can even save us from the devouring wolf attacking us on the inside. Someone who would even trade his life for his lamb's protection. Someone who's not not at all mischievous like the young Yaakov and not at all presumptuous about his kingship like the young Yosef, but like a like a perfect shepherd. Someone who carries the name, who reflects the God of Yaakov so purely that when I wrote, the name is my shepherd, I think that man would, would carry the fullness of that word. Such a man is a, is a true shepherd and a true king. Let's pray. Avinu, you are a good father, a good shepherd to us. We pray that these stories would infiltrate our hearts and that we would see you as our shepherd, Lord, and uh, that you would transform us into your image so that we can not only be your sheep, but that we can be reflect the shepherd king in, in our own humility to all those who are hurting, all those lambs out there, and uh, that you would bring the fullness of your kingdom. And I thank you, Lord, that you are on the throne of David, who I portrayed today, and that uh, you are coming back to rule and reign as the slaughtered lamb and as the shepherd king. We thank you for your your kingship and your love for us. And in Yeshua's name we pray. Amen.